I came good, COVID-wise, a couple of days ago, and I recorded a couple of stories. But it's another short episode. We'll be back to normal next week. And thank you for the get well messages. That was nice. Around 1975, my father was working as a bus driver. But this story isn't about him. Rather, a good friend of his, who was also a driver with the same company. One summer's night, at around 10pm, my father's friend, Peter, was making his way back to the depot. The bus was empty and up ahead, he spotted a young woman at the bus stop, with her hand out, flagging the bus. She was around 20 to 24, and in a dishevelled state. The bus wasn't in service, but Peter stopped and told her he'd take her as far as he could. She got on, and took a seat at the back of the bus. The rest of the journey was uneventful. Peter occasionally noticing the girl in the mirror. They came to the last stop before the turn-off for the depot, so Peter pulled the bus over. But... There was no movement behind him. So, believing she'd fallen asleep, Peter walked down the aisle to wake her. But there was no sign of her, and there was no way she could have got off that bus. Over the next few days, Peter's story started to spread, and it turned out that years earlier, A young woman of the mysterious passenger's description had been knocked over by a car in the same area that Peter had picked her up. The story goes that she'd been to see her boyfriend and they'd had an argument and rather than let him drive her home, she decided to catch a bus. And as she walked onto the road, she was killed by a car. Peter gave up his job as a bus driver, too afraid he was going to encounter the girl again. Back when I was a young, broke college student, a friend and I thought we'd stumbled upon the deal of a lifetime. A huge five-bedroom house for very cheap rent. It was kind of out of the way, but the rent was unbelievably cheap. Within a month of us moving into this house, Odd things began happening. 
The electricity didn't work very well, and whenever the breakers tripped... Oh, not again. We'd have to grab the flashlight and go out to the barn to flip them back on. We also had an answering machine that worked fine in our old house. But here in the new place, whenever we tried to play back our messages, all we'd hear is static. The first time we realised we were dealing with more than electrical problems was one night as we were heading to the garage through the connecting door from the kitchen. There was a man standing in the garage. He just stood there, totally oblivious to our screams. My friend slammed and locked the door, then called out, I have a gun and I'm calling the cops. There were only two ways out of the garage. Through the noisy roller door, which we didn't hear, and through the door into the kitchen, which we had locked. But when the cops arrived, the man had vanished. After that, we began to hear the sound of a baby crying in the attic. After a few seconds, we would then hear what sounded like a rocking chair. A couple of times, we woke up to find all the contents of the pantry on the kitchen floor. Oh my God. One day, my roommate's boss asked her why she never returned his call about switching a shift. When she told him she hadn't got the message, he said when he called, a man had answered the phone and told him we were out. Upon further investigation, we discovered several other people had the same experience when they called. One evening, we were in the living room watching TV. We heard a huge against the basement door. So hard, the door frame came loose. The door was locked, but we still wedged a chair under the door handle. Then, from the other side of the barricaded door, we heard. About a week later, we moved out. But before we did, we spoke to the neighbours. 
All they could tell us about the house is that no one stayed there for more than a few weeks. Then it would go back on the market. Listen to this. Five bedrooms, two bathrooms, cheap rent. Wow, sounds perfect. I'm gonna call. <laughs> 